G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. We have been spending a little time talking about publishing. The idea that if you have that book that's rattling around in your own mind and you've always had that desire to get it on paper and to a publisher so that others can read it, that that's not beyond you. Well, there are some challenges and some struggles that are going on with Christian publishing in Australia. Let's get some insights into how tough it is out there from Paul Arnott, who's chair of the Christian publishing company Acorn Press. Hello Paul, welcome back to 2020. Thank you Neil, it's lovely to be with you. Paul, it's all very nice to think that books are there on the bookshelf. Uh, Most of us don't appreciate the process of getting that book from the heart of the person who is the author to actually having it there for others to read. But tell me about the state of Christian publishing in Australia. How important is it for Christians to be thinking about just how influential their writing might be? Well, you've got two questions there. So how about I tackle the last one first? I believe it's incredibly important for Australian Christians to have a voice uh, through books, through blogs, through articles, through a range of different um, communication media. I suspect, Neil, that Australians have a unique perspective on the world. We're isolated. My wife and I were in Germany and Croatia uh, a few months ago. And when you're in Europe, you feel pretty much at the centre of things, and Australia seems a long way away. But because we are isolated, uh, and because I think of our history... We, as followers of Jesus Christ, have a significantly valuable perspective. And that's why Acorn Press is committed to publishing work that has been written by Australian authors from a Christian perspective. Um, The first part of your question is, what what is the state of Christian publishing in Australia? And probably it would be hard to separate uh, Christian publishing from the rest of publishing, And really, publishing in Australia is facing enormous challenges at the moment. Um, Online book selling, as you will be well aware, I'm sure, if you've wanted to buy a book recently, um, is very available. And uh, recently, I was looking at a particular book, and it was $10 cheaper online than it was from Dimmick's Bookshop. Uh, I'm allowed to mention, uh, it's not the ABC, is it? I can mention commercial <laughs> <You> can. names. <laughs> yep. Well, one of the things that makes it tough too, if you're selling books 
uh, online, of course, is the postage that's involved there. So actually getting a book off the bookshelf at a bookstore, it becomes attractive if it becomes a, a social outing that you're doing and you're looking for books to buy while you're out. Well, that's true, but I wonder if in this day and age where money perhaps for a number of people is tight, the um, bottom line drives things more than anything else. In other words, people are more interested in getting a bargain, getting a book more cheaply than uh, having a social outing. So that $16 book that uh, I could buy from uh, Book Depository, which is now incidentally owned by Amazon, Amazon Books owns Book Depository in the UK and the US, um, was post-free. If I'd bought it for $26 in Australia, I would have had to pay postage on top of that. So we face, I think, a very real situation where in a few years' time there might not be too many bookshops at all. Well, a lot, of people are, a, a lot of people are downloading a book for an e-book and uh, you don't need to have the paper copy at all. You store it as a file on your computer. Uh, and, and, and that is certainly a great advantage. I was at the small um, publishers network conference here in Melbourne last week and a third in volume of the books uh, published in Australia last year were e-books, electronic books. Uh, in in various forms, uh, including Kindle and Kobo and a range of other platforms. And it's very much easier uh, to read those books. But there are still, I think, significant numbers of people around who like the feel of a book and the smell of a book (laughs) and holding a book. It's It's a very tangible, concrete thing to do. So I can't envisage a day where paper books disappear completely, but certainly e-books are becoming more popular. So it is a cultural change in the way readers choose their reading material, and uh, and it does have a effect on publishers like the one that you're leading there as the chair of Acorn Press. So how does that affect the bottom line of a typical publisher when uh, the change is happening so dramatically? Well, I guess it means you've got to try and stay at least with the game, if not ahead of the game. Um, but it is it is a challenge. For example, uh, even a small book, uh, a book that maybe is only 120 pages long, um, will take an initial outlay from a publisher of, say, $10,000 when you take um, cover design and printing and editing and marketing and distribution into account, and that's a lot of money just for one book uh, that has to be outlaid before one cent is received in income. Um, I guess the other thing that's happening is that uh, a number of people are self-publishing books, which is a really great idea and it does reduce the cost, but you've still got the issue of how do I distribute my book if I self-publish, having to fork out a reasonable amount of money um, to get the book edited even lightly, and then get it printed, and how do I market my books? And that's the big issue that I think faces all all book publishers, whether people um, self-publish or whether they publish using a publishing company. One of the advantages of a company like ours is that we actually have a distribution system and we have a marketing network, uh, so you don't have to necessarily spend hours and hours and hours marketing your book, although our best authors are people who do 
speak, around the countryside and manage to sell books um, through that method. I guess one of the advantages, too, of having a publisher is the fact that you can have uh, advice on hand as to how to best represent what you've written to make the most of the opportunities. Well, that's true, Neil. We've been around since 1979 and have acquired over those um, 30, what is it, 36 years? Gee, it sounds a long time, doesn't it? Um, quite a significant um, uh, store of experience. Uh, our senior editor, Chris Argel, is somebody who is very skilled and um, we, we're able to contribute, I think, a great deal uh, to that process. Um, really, I think people are still interested in quality books. You know, they, they, they want um, books that are well-written and look good. Um, and it's interesting. I've, from time to time, been tempted just to try and read, read books, um, even just online, let alone downloading them. It's not the same experience really, and particularly if they're not well-written and well-edited. It's just annoying um, for anybody who's a little bit of a pedant, which I am. Paul Arnott, stay with us. We'll continue our conversation in just a few moments. Paul is the chair of the Christian publishing company Acorn Press. We're talking about the status of Christian publishing in Australia and the need for more Australian books written from a Christian perspective. We're back with more in just a few moments. We're talking publishing and the status of Australian Christian book publishing. Paul Arnott is chair of the Christian publishing company called Acorn Press. Paul, if we were talking about reading, do you know if there are any statistics that say that people read more uh, given that they have their mobile device, uh, the internet, I, I guess we're not all looking at cat videos constantly. There must be something that people are reading online. Uh, do we read more now, but perhaps not the quality that we did when we picked up a quality book from the bookshelf? Look, I haven't got uh, research on hand, Neil, to show whether we read more or we read less. Anecdotally, I suspect we certainly read more electronically, um, so people will certainly download e-books uh, instead of paper books, and people will read online. I mean, there's a huge amount of stuff out there on the web. Uh, you can just um, tap into a massive amount of material, not just books, but articles and blogs and all sorts of things. So my sense is people are probably reading as much um, but they're reading in different ways. And are people writing different books? Uh, are they writing about different topics? What sort of subject matter are people writing about at this time? And uh, is that different for Christians to what non-Christians might be writing about? I think a lot of um, um, secular books, if I can call them that, are probably fiction books. If I look at um, the major bookshops, then a lot of their books are fiction and novels. Um, now, I'm not saying Christians don't read novels, but I suspect that uh, churchgoers possibly read more non-fiction books uh, than they do fiction. And certainly, if I take uh, Acorn Press as an example, our bestseller is actually a little pastoral care 101 book called God's Love in Action by a woman called Jill McGilvray, um, a writer from Sydney. 
And it's a, a superb little book. It's a great pastoral care resource on how to connect with people and care for people, but also has um, very practical sections on the use of spiritual gifts, how to uh, connect with people who um, are in grief and very appropriately at the moment with a focus on domestic violence, uh, the special needs of men and how men um, sometimes don't deal well with, with anger. Um, another book that has sold really well for us this year is a um, book by Tim Foster from Ridley, Melbourne, Ridley College, um, called The Suburban Captivity of the Church. And it's a book that seeks to contextualise the gospel for 21st century uh, Australia. Um, what is Australian culture? Where is Australian culture? What is good news for the suburbs and uh, for people living in an urban context? Um, so they're the sorts of books that are being written at the moment. You know, Paula, I think about the need for Australian books. And when we talk about books written from a Christian perspective, uh, my mind goes to, and I'm sure you can think of people too, who have served God in their capacity in leadership in church life, uh, perhaps uh, in a lifelong pursuit and the gathering of wisdom. And then uh, you'll be at a funeral of that particular person and you think what a loss all of the wisdom and knowledge and understanding that that person had that they didn't get written down for another generation to benefit from there is a sense isn't there that older Australians and particularly those who've pursued levels of Christian leadership perhaps need to think very seriously about how they actually pass on wisdom to the next generations well, that's a great point, Neil. I agree with you totally. Um, and sometimes these stories don't get written down. Sometimes they do. One of the books that we published um, at the end of last year was called Marvellous Melbourne, and it's the history of evangelical revival in Melbourne, going right back to 1835, when Henry Reed, who came from Launceston and Tassie, uh, preached the first sermon uh, in Melbourne. And it's a, a fascinating catalogue of revival and people who've come from over, overseas but also from around Australia uh, to speak into the context of Melbourne. So sometimes the stories do get written down. Um, one of the things that I think is a real need, if you want to ask the question, um, what, what areas could people write more into, is people who write out of the experience of whatever their work is, of their vocation, their job. I'd love to see more books uh, written by lawyers and economists and um, you know people who who take seriously what they do, um, which I suppose isn't overtly Christian. Um, I'm just trying to think of a book that we've published that fits this category because there, there haven't been too many. But Professor Ian Harper, he's in the news at the moment, the Harper Review, um, wrote a book a few years back called Economics for Life. And he was talking about uh, the discipline of economics and sharing his faith as a Christian at the same time. I, I'd love to see more people uh, write out of their daily work in a Christian way. This is how I live out my work as a Christian in, in the neighbourhood, uh, in my community, in my workplace. What about other age group areas of need, Paul? Is Over the years, I've 
uh, monitor along some levels of publishing and I recall a reflection that teenagers, uh, one of those areas there is significantly a lack of Christian reading material. Uh, Is that something that you can reflect on? I guess it is something I can reflect on from the point of view that I would agree with you wholeheartedly that there's not a lot of material for teenagers. Um, when, when, you know, those teenage years are possibly the most challenging years in any person's life, um, I'm aware of some material that's been written around uh, the concerns that exist about the number of boys in particular who view pornography on a regular basis, but it's probably not written from a Christian perspective. It's probably a a social critique on what's going on and um, the way that uh, a number of young people are being sucked into pornography and also into gambling. Uh, There's significant concerns that um, these games, you know, the whole gaming industry is increasingly being used to groom uh, young people into gambling so that when they get older... Uh, they'll be out there betting their lives away. It is a battle for hearts and minds. So when we talk about the need for Australian books written from a Christian perspective, uh, let me ask you, uh, because when we talk about Christian books, some people will be thinking uh, that's Christian books where every sentence or every paragraph is linked to chapter and verse in the Bible. Uh, Let me ask you about what it is to actually uh, introduce that writing that has a Christian worldview about it but doesn't necessarily have such a connection that it all of a sudden becomes a religious work? I uh, suspect that um, most of our authors, and and if I look across the spectrum at um, Christian authors in Australia generally, um, write out of a belief that human beings are made in the image of God and are therefore of infinite worth and value because to be made in the image of God means to to have the potential for a relationship with God, to be loved by God and to return that love. I suspect increasingly that that's that's where people are coming from. Certainly the idea that a Christian book is a book that uh, quotes John 3.16 every second page uh, isn't really where it's at. Uh, I think you can be very Christian, you can be very biblical, without having to quote Bible verses all the time. And in fact, you know, it depends on where you begin, doesn't it? Um, You you can start with the Bible and move to life, or you can start with life and move to the Bible. And a lot of our writers would would start with their life experience and then share their faith as a result of that. Well, Paul, great insights, great reflections on what is a challenge here in Australia at this time. The need for more... Australian books written from a Christian perspective. And Paul, I'll point people to your website for Acorn Press. People can check out some of the books there that you've published over many, many years. And uh, also there's a potential there for people to be in touch with you for some advice on taking the next step that they might like to take if they're looking for a publisher for a book that they have in their own hearts. Uh, Paul Arnott is the chair of Christian publishing company Acorn Press. Paul, thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. My pleasure, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported.
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.